baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello, fellow patriots and liberty lovers everywhere. Great to have you along. You're just in time. As we kick off our number two of the Bobby Mack Show here on Monday, great to have you along. And as always, your input is invited, encouraged, and welcomed to uh, be a part of the conversation today. All you need to do is call me. Use the Ingalls Advantage talk line number 800-347-1063 or the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number 71307. And we are rejoined by... uh, Lady who has been a guest on this program on numerous occasions in the past, and it's always a pleasure to have her back, Liz Harrington, who is the RNC national spokesperson. Liz, welcome to the uh, to the Monday edition of the show. Uh, looks as if it is going to be a contentious week, to say the least. Hey, hey, Bob, how are you? I'm good. I'm good, thank you. You know, in in watching uh, the Democrats making their opening statements today. <clears throat> Pardon me, Liz. It, uh, it sort of reminded me of what they must have been doing over the weekend, which was rereading Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals, one of which was accuse the other side of doing what you're doing. And a, and a case in point would be uh, Hanoi Dick Blumenthal from uh, Connecticut saying that the Republicans are turning to the courts to achieve uh, through the judiciary what they can't get legislatively, which is exactly what the Democrats have been doing for decades. It's it's all they've ever done. I mean, they couldn't get their agenda through um, because it's really unelectable. I loved hearing all these Democrats talking about, you know, bypassing the will of the people. What do you call jamming Obamacare through after they lost? Ted Kennedy's seat. Yeah. I mean, it's um, the, the most liberal state, the most liberal member. If that wasn't a message to the American people saying, hey, how about let's take a pause here and stop before you mess with our health care system? No, they didn't get the message. And then they had the biggest losses in modern electoral history in 2010. And they still didn't care. Uh, they have not ever reckoned with what American voters were telling them. They certainly haven't reckoned with what American voters told them in 2016 and 2018, which is why we're in the position anyway to follow the follow the Constitution. We have the Republican 
uh, in the White House. We have a Republican Senate majority, which is, grew, by the way, right. because of their overreach in 2018. So we're going to continue to follow the Constitution. We're also going to continue to follow through on our promises, which President Trump, the, the great thing about President Trump, and it's why his support is growing, and it's why our party is so united behind him, is because he told Americans exactly what he was going to do. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton was the same way. She didn't release a list of who she'd put on the court. President Trump did, and he said, I'm going to put on judges who are just like Justice Antonin Scalia, the late, great Scalia. And what did he do? Now we've got the amazing Judge Amy Coney Barrett, who clerked under Scalia and explained her philosophy so well, which is exactly what we need in our courts to make sure they remain independent and not just another uh, institution that can be corrupted by the radical left, because that's what they're promising here. They're promising to just pack it. They won't even tell you what they'll do. Um, they'll pack the court to be able to usher in their radical agenda that they could never win elections if they were being honest with and straight with the American people on. They could never do it. We ran on these issues. We won elections on these issues, and we're following through. Democrats, that's like a foreign concept to them. Yeah, it certainly is. I, I loved uh, Biden's comment <clears throat> when he actually got a tough question, uh, which is remarkable enough in itself, uh, considering <laughs> the, uh, the all the water uh, that's being carried by the uh, propaganda posing as journalists in the lamestream media. But he was asked straight up, well, well, look, don't you think the American people deserve an answer to the question? Do you plan to pack the Supreme Court? And his answer was, no, I don't think the American people deserve <laughs> Well, you know, uh, what, do, what do you expect from a guy who is part of his platform uh, tells people, uh, yeah, I'm going to do away with the Trump tax cuts. So if you like having more money in your paycheck, don't vote for me. What a bunch of geniuses these people are. Well, that's the key thing here, right? They are so arrogant and they're so entitled. They don't think they have to work for your vote. They yeah. don't have to be upfront and honest about what they want to do. No. And, and and they just expect you to vote accordingly by whatever gender you are, whatever mm-hmm. the color of your skin is. It's so insulting to the voters. It's so insulting to Americans. You're supposed to be working for us. You're supposed to put out your platform and run accordingly and say what you're going to do. And we and we know. We know Joe Biden, 47 years. He's never actually delivered. He's a spy Spineless career politician who will say anything for power, and they're just using him to try to get it. It's the most amazing thing I've ever seen. And today he's saying he's running for the United States Senate again. <laughs> today he's giving out the wrong website. He's asking, oh, "Where am geez. I going?" Yeah. He doesn't even know who Mitt Romney is. He's yeah, two hundred million Americans died of uh, COVID nineteen. Right? Yeah. Uh, it's just. <laughs> It's, it's, it's on and it's on. Embarrassing. Yeah, and, it is. you know, it, and, and it's real, but it's so insulting to the voters, too, when he just flat out says, no, you don't deserve to know. And then he was out there again today saying, I'll be the president of all Americans. Uh-huh. No, you won't, because you just said yesterday, I won't answer a question if it's from a Republican voter, <laughs> assuming that only Republicans care if we have a third branch of government, <sighs> assuming Republicans are the only people that care if we have a judicial branch and, and, and care about not packing the court. I uh, I tend to believe that there, there are plenty of independents 
and Democrat voters as well that actually still care about the Constitution, and they're going to show up on November 3rd. We're talking with Wiz Harrington, who's a national spokesperson for the RNC. I guess I'm just old school, Wiz, because I was kind of of the belief that a nominee for the Supreme Court should be vetted, advised, and consented on, if you will, by the United States Senate based on the nominee's legal knowledge and their expertise and not uh, their own personal ideology. And I loved it today when Judge Barrett said, hey, I've made decisions that I didn't like, but I felt it was the law and should be enforced. Uh, she, she, She really, I think, underscored the fact that she is an originalist. Right. And she and she's brilliant and she it tells you exactly what her philosophy is, mm-hmm. which is is so transparent. That's what we need. We need more individuals like Judge Barrett just yeah. in the country who's willing to listen to the other side's argument, puts herself in that position, weighs all the outcomes. I mean her her former liberal students, her former liberal professors all say the same thing, that she will listen to both sides of the argument right. and always make sure, and she'll make their arguments better, even if she doesn't agree with them. That's a healthy, productive debate. That's a healthy, productive, open society. Mm-hmm. Democrats don't believe in that in, anymore in Washington. It's all shout you down, yeah. no vote, no debate, and just smears. Imagine, this is a mother of seven. Two adopted children, one with special needs, and you have these sick Democrat senators trotting out, using Americans as just a mere propaganda tool and saying that this woman is going to take away the health care of, of kids with special needs. Pretty vile. It is so disgusting. Yeah, it, is it really is. Mere, and it, it is just flat out wrong, but it really shows, it reveals, though, they don't even, no wonder they're talking about packing the court because mm-hmm. they don't believe in what the court is supposed to be. They see the court as just another means to their radical political ends. They don't see it as a check on government on one branch or another. No, they want it to be just another version of Nancy Pelosi's radical house. Well, that's what they see it as. It's just another means to jam through their unpopular radical agenda. Exactly. And, and we know is from watching them and from what they say and do, you know, they're the party of anti-free speech. They're the party of cancel culture. And amidst all the sound and fury that's going to be transpiring in the Senate Judiciary Committee through the course of this week, and let's hope it doesn't uh, disintegrate uh, to the point where it was with Kavanaugh. But uh, amidst all the sound and fury, to me, one of the, the, the most telling images was Judge Barrett walking down the hall today with her family, uh, yeah. There's there's a Kodak moment of of America right there, and and this is what the Democrats stand in opposition to. Uh, what about uh, the the liberal left that's always talking about women's rights? Here's a woman who is raising a family who's had a distinguished career in the law and has also been teaching for decades uh, as a law professor at Notre Dame. I, I kind of thought these are things that they these are the kinds of talents and skills uh, that the left was in favor of. Whatever happened to that? Exactly. They all, they don't they only care about empowering women, you know, not in the womb, not anywhere else. It's only that one issue, right? Uh-huh. That's the only thing they care about. And you know, it's it's amazing because 
Senator Cruz really summed it up. I haven't heard a ton of even talk about Judge Barrett, right. her, her career, her mm-hmm. credentials, her rulings, anything. It's all just this uh, politicized attacks, the smear nature. Um, they've gotten themselves into trouble by attacking her religion, so now they got to keep that under wraps. I mean, these they're the most intolerant group of people. You yeah. know, it used to be the party of tolerance. They are so <laughs> intolerant of opposing views yep. of anyone who threatens their power. And we have to keep in mind, this is such an important election, and this court packing issue, which has come to the forefront because the, the Joe Biden and Kamala Harris mm-hmm. uh, are refusing to be honest about their position, it is so important because what this is about, it's about our our framework, uh, our constitution, our individual rights. Yep. That's what is, is a check on one another. That's why the founders formed the government that they did. So one branch couldn't get too big and too powerful. They're talking about completely dismantling it and giving themselves unlimited power that could never be threatened by the voters again. Right. That is chilling. Yeah. And we Do away with the electoral college and all the rest of it. It's got to be bigger than and, and bolder than 2016. It's got to be a direct message that they can't just, you know, get a conspiracy theory to, uh, you know, pull it up out of nowhere, whatever mm-hmm. they're doing, like they did with the Russia collusion hoax. No, it needs to be a big, loud message to say, no, we still believe that America is the greatest nation on earth. We still believe uh, in our founding principles, and we're going to hold on to our freedom because it's precious. Yeah, this uh, this election boiled down to its its base is you're voting in favor of america or you're voting in favor of socialism really it boils down to that exactly right because we could go the way of the rest of the world throughout the rest of human history and it ain't pretty america is a unique and special place and it was really the beauty of the founding documents we've never been perfect we're a nation of imperfect human beings no nation is ever going to be perfect however the way they formed it there's a reason why it's lasted as long as it has with the most freedom and the most prosperity ever known to man. And Democrats are saying if they don't win the argument, if they lose elections, uh, they're just saying, no, we get back in there. We're ripping up the rules. We're throwing out the system and we'll never allow uh, us ourselves to lose again. That is not the way we've ever solved problems or disagreements in America. But we've seen it. They've let in this radical movement movement into their party that shouts down dissent, attacks its opponents on the street corner, chanting death to America on American streets. This is unacceptable. We have to send a big, loud message, and we have to stick with President Trump, who through it all, through all of this resistance and hostility and the personal attacks and everything they've thrown in him, has accomplished so much more than any president in modern history. Three peace deals, dead terrorists, rebuilding the military, the biggest trade deal of all time with USMCA, building the wall, the judges, and of course the third Supreme Court justice. This this is big stuff because he actually followed through on what he said he was going to do. That's why they're so threatened by him, because he's actually delivered. And we need to have his back come November 3rd. 
What a concept. Uh, a, a, guy, right. a guy who campaigns. Doing what you said you were yeah. going to do. Imagine right. that. It's probably because he was never a politician. Yeah, that uh, that goes a long way towards explaining it. Liz Harrington is a national spokeswoman for the, uh, for the RNC. Liz, always a pleasure to have you on. Uh, let's hope it doesn't turn into Kavanaugh this week, huh? Absolutely. But hey, Judge Barrett said, I believe in the power of prayer. So do we. We're going to have her back as well. She's a great, fabulous nominee, and we can't wait to see her on the Supreme Court. Yep. Amen to that. Liz, uh, thanks so much for your time today. Have a great week and uh, talk to you again soon. You too. Thank you. You bet. Take care. 421 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Take a quick break here and then right back with more here as we get the work week started on Monday on WORD. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Ow. Welcome back. Great to have you along. 426 here on this Monday afternoon as we go back to the phones. Thanks to Liz Harrington for her time today. She is a eloquent spokesperson for uh, the RNC. Uh, let's uh, go to my stomping grounds of Taylor's and bring in Jeff here on the Bobby Mac Show. Hi, Jeff. How's your Monday? Doing pretty well, Bob. Hope you are. Excellent. Yeah, so far so good. You know, this, this Supreme Court nomination, uh, if if Lindsey Graham can get that done, you know, I've, I've disagreed a lot of times with him, mm-hmm. but uh, if he if he get this done, I don't see any beating him. And, you know, so far we've got uh, liberals from all over the country willing to spend $100 million to uh, support this Jamie Harrison. And if you remember, Dick Durbin took the floor of the Senate and when Senator Scott was trying to get this uh, law enforcement reform bill uh, passed and, mm-hmm. and referred to Senator Scott as a token. And, you know, that's no right. different. I don't care what you say. He called him the N-word right there yep. on, the, on the floor of the Senate. And uh, that, J.B. Harrison must not have any respect 
for himself if he'll be a part of a party that wouldn't throw somebody out for doing something like that. So and uh, and and an interesting know, I, an interesting distinction uh, too, Jeff, of uh, that hundred million dollars that has been pouring in to a Harrison's campaign. That's not in support of Jamie Harrison. That's to get rid of Lindsey Graham because even though you know absolutely. he will. He will reach across the aisle, as he's fond of saying. And look, nobody has been more critical of Lindsey. Well, maybe Tara, but but I've been pretty critical of Lindsey uh, over the uh, past years uh, on various issues, the border and immigration being one. But uh, look, uh, considering how important these Supreme Court nominations are, because uh, Hanoi Dick Blumenthal can talk until he's blue in the face, saying that the Republicans are turning to the courts to achieve what they can't get legislatively. That's exactly what the Democrat Party has been doing for decades, whether it's the abortion issue, whether it's on the border and immigration, whatever. They always turn to activist judges to get the judiciary to help them out with what they can't accomplish at the ballot box. And so if we don't have uh, two Republicans from South Carolina there in the Senate to vote for judges like Amy Coney Barrett, uh, justices like Kavanaugh and others, uh, then we are in really, really big trouble. And the left has had enough influence on the Supreme Court for decades now that it's about time the pendulum swung back in the other direction with somebody that actually makes decisions based on law and not on their own political ideology. That would be so nice. You know, this country's been turned upside down since the, the 70s. And yeah. uh, and I, I'm telling you, if we don't if we don't get this, this thing straightened out, we're not going to have a a country for our children and grandchildren to grow up in. It's going to, you know, take a look at Venezuela. That was the richest country in South America at one By time. Far. Look at them now. They're eating yeah. the zoo animals. That's right. Yeah. So don't think it can't happen. Yeah. But, well, you remember what Ronald Reagan said about being only one generation away from losing all of our traditional American values. Uh, Jeff, thanks a lot for the call. Good to have you here, sir. 4.30 on the Bobby Mack Show. Annie is ready to update the news. I'm right back on the other side here on Monday on WORD.
Welcome back. Great to have you along. 4.37 now, 23 before 5 here on the Bobby Mack Show. The uh, Monday, Monday edition as we get the week started. Uh, back to the phones we go. Let's head to Spartanburg this time and bring in Ron here on uh, the program. Hi, Ron. Welcome to the show. Hey, Bobby. How you doing today? Yeah, so far, so good. Listen, I wanted to share three things with you. Uh, the first was uh, involving the uh, vice presidential debate. Mm-hmm. I, re- I recorded it, uh, and um, I had uh, asked my wife if she had seen it, and she said no, but she had, uh, she had heard all the nasty stuff from the network news about him being evil because the fly landed on him and everything. <laughs> right. So anyway, I said, well, watch this. And I, I, I played it where the fly landed on his head and she watched <laughs> it for a few seconds. And she said, well, I guess, uh, black flies matter too. Oh, geez. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, if you could fall out of a recliner, I would have fallen out of a recliner. Understood. I, yeah. <laughs> I asked her, yeah, I asked her if she had heard that somewhere, and she said, no, I made it up by myself. So anyway, I <laughs> and thought I guess, you'd get a kick out of it. Yeah, I, I do. And I, and I guess the media uh, conveniently overlooked the fact that a fly landed on Obama in similar circumstances, and another fly landed on Hillary in similar circumstances. So, you know, at least the, the flies apparently are nonpartisan. Well, of course they are. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, uh, how nonpartisan can you be? Uh, you know what they eat. So, uh, uh yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, there, there's another thing I wanted to uh, tell you about, <clears throat> you know, uh, starting in March, they were talking about the science of this COVID Oh yeah, you know we got to we got to follow the science. We got to follow the science. Well, being uh, the engineer that I used to be, I <laughs> I started conducting my own uh, my own scientific experiment on uh, COVID, mm-hmm. and uh, I I found that um, if you drink three beers a day, <laughs> you won't get the COVID. Right? Do they do they have to be Coronas? No, no. Uh, no I any five any brand beer, of beer but, will do, uh, huh? I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I I stuck with one, but it wasn't Corona. <laughs> okay. Fair anyway, enough. so there, there was one other thing I wanted to share with you. You're a a, a firearm aficionado, correct? Yes, sir. I am indeed. Well, wonderful. I just put my hands on two Noreen. 30-odd six on AR platforms. Wow. How in the world did you yeah, come by those? Yeah, round mags. Uh, I've been looking for them. I, uh-huh. I've got a lot of 30-odd six, and uh, and I was looking for something that had a little more firepower than the Garands, you know. Sure. Anyway, they're the only, they're the only uh, manufacturers that produce that long cartridge uh, lower. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'd share that with you and anybody in your audience that, uh, you know, that is interested in that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's good to know. I appreciate the information. 
So listen, you have a wonderful day, man. Thank you. You too, Ron. I hope you you have a, a great week as well. 19 before 5 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Uh, let's uh, head to Welford next and uh, bring in Fred here on the on the program. Hi, Fred, and welcome. Thank you. Um, what I want to talk about is getting rid of the bias in our news. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> engineers doctors, lawyers, professionals have to have tests to practice their discipline. Correct. Why not have a test for and have registered journalists? Now, talk show hosts uh, and commentators they're not affected by it as mm-hmm. long as they don't call themselves a journalist. Right, because we are opinion-driven. Right. And uh, I guess you would have to start it with the state board of examiners. Mm-hmm. But first, thing, you want to get it to be national. You could get rid of all the external termination points of the colon by... Uh, getting a national thing and have have it required that you uh, have a license to practice journalism. And sadly, uh, the origination of the problem goes back uh, all the way to uh, the universities. About and, the and, press. And, uh, yeah, it, it goes back to the universities and colleges, uh, which have been totally politicized. Uh, they allow no dissenting opinion other than the uh, the liberal dogma. And that's what is taught in J schools today. Right. Uh, they, t- they teach activist journalism rather than teaching traditional journalism, where a reporter, as the name in- implies or infers, uh, passes is along. Reporting. Yeah, passes along the information who, what, when, where, why, and and leaves it to the discretion of whoever is ingesting that information to arrive at a conclusion on their own. But uh, similar to uh, uh, climate change, where the so-called scientists there arrive at a preconceived conclusion and then look for data to support it, uh, it's it's the same thing here. The problem goes back to to the way that these young people are instructed in journalism today, which is a world removed uh, from my day, which goes back 40 years plus. And and until that problem is solved, until uh, the universities and colleges in this country teach the basics of journalism and what it means to be a reporter and not to be somebody who's a propagandist, uh, we're never going to get past this problem. Well, I think you could still get a uh, have an exam to be sure that these people are telling the truth. Yeah, but the problem is, Fred, yeah. who's who's going to construct the exam? Uh, these people from colleges and universities who teach journalism? No, I'm just a poor old layman that I, <laughs> I can de- design the de- exam. You know you what? Know, it would. It would... It would be a lot more fair and a lot more accurate if you did. 
No, well, I think you could do it better. <laughs> well, uh, you you were a journalist, weren't you? At yes, one I time. was. Yes, sir, I was. Okay, so you get the news coming in on the wire, or you might have a reporter out, mm-hmm. and you get this this information coming in, and you decide what you're going to do with it, and you could create scenarios of this for, on the exam mm-hmm. that, uh, and you would have, uh, they could either report it or not report it. Right. Or, or they could, you're right. They could mm-hmm. find, uh, whatever they want to do, but you would be the judge of their, uh, exam. Right. Well, and your point's so well I, taken. I'm, your, your point is well taken, Fred, because, as you accurately point out, if you're going to be an engineer, if you're going to be a medical doctor, if you're going to be an attorney, uh, you have to pass an exam that shows the extent of your knowledge in whatever uh, skill you are being tested for. And yet to become a journalist, uh, look at some of the people who are journalists and look at their backgrounds. Uh, George Stephanopoulos comes to mind. He is now billed as a journalist on ABC uh, when the extent of his journalism expertise is uh, is is lying to reporters to get him to spin the story the way he wants, so uh, we got a long way to go. Fred, I thank you. It's a great suggestion. Thirteen before five here on the Bobby Mac Show. Take a quick break here, and then be right back with more here on Monday on WORD. say a few people already have got the Halloween decorations of, you know, the spider webs and the ghouls and the skeletons and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Halloween, of course, uh, now just a couple of weeks away. Uh, One of the websites did a poll uh, asking uh, which were the most iconic Halloween movies of all time. And as you may have guessed from the music in the background there, Halloween, the original came in at uh, number one. How many Halloween movies do they make anyway, Money Penny? Four or five? Oh, it's more than that. I'll have to do some research real quick. Yeah, but, but they did a bunch. Uh, the others, uh, topping out the uh, top five, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Wasn't that Freddy Krueger? Is that right? Yes. That was uh, second. Uh, number three on the list, Scream, followed by The Exorcist. Great movie. Yeah, still a great movie today. And Beetlejuice. 
do not Beetle, say it three times. Yeah, thought Beetlejuice was the uh, the mayor of Chicago, but I may be wrong about that. In a new poll, two thousand Americans voted for the most iconic quotes from scary movies, taking the top spot. I see dead people. Yeah, I see dead people. From of course, uh, Sixth Sense. A second most iconic quote from a scary movie. Here's Johnny. (laughs) The Shining, Jack Nicholson. And uh, number three on the list from Poltergeist. They're here. Ah, yes. Um, So with uh, Halloween right around the corner, we thought we would uh, delve into a little Halloween quarantine for today. Halloween, of course, uh, known for wearing scary masks. It'll be even scarier this year. Uh, so let's uh, celebrate early with our latest quarantine, the monster mask. My experiments all seem to be going out of whack. So I took a break for a tasty snack. When suddenly I heard Frankenstein say, holy crap, Igor just ate a Chinese bat. He needs a mask. He needs a monster mask. The monster mask. To stop the viral attack. He needs a mask. Dracula was holding one back. He needs a mask. Yes, he needs a monster mask. From Transylvania to your very own home. From the local blood bank to the all-girls school. Cover your fangs and try not to drool. Or you could be just like Igor too. He needs a mask. He needs a monster mask. A monster mask. To stop the viral attack. He needs a mask. Dracula was holding one back. He needs a mask. Yes, he needs a monster mask. Want to really uh, scare the you-know-what out of people this year? Uh, go out trick-or-treating wearing a Biden or Harris monster mask. There's our quarantine for today. Wrapping up hour number two. Stand by. The 5 o'clock follies are on the way next here on the Bobby Mack Show on Monday on WORD. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 